Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Talk Schemers Podcast. My name is Simo. Today, I'm joined by Billy. Say hello, Billy. Hello, mate. How are you? Very well, mate. I'm Ross, joined by Jakey Boy. How are we doing, Jake? Much better, mate. Thank you very much. Yeah, you've recovered from that non-COVID, like, deathly flu that you had. <laughs> <laughs> oh, honestly, honestly, mate. Horrendous. Seven days in bed. Sounds <laughs> but it isn't. <laughs> 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 oh, we're glad to have you with us, mate. Uh, we're continuing our run of day-by-day podcasts, bringing you the most recent news in football. We've got all the top headlines here. We're going to talk through them today. The first one I want to go with is one that's come out recently today that Liverpool are really aggressively pursuing Louis Diaz. Um, it's looking like we've come right under the nose of Spurs. Uh, Louis Diaz is, is already communicated to the club that Liverpool is his preferred destination. It looks as if he's going to go for the medical. And we're looking at a deal. I've seen a few numbers, Jake. The most recent one I've seen is £37 million with £25 million in add-ons. Mm-hmm. I've also seen a £40 million with £25 million in add-ons earlier on today. Um, but just give us your thoughts on it. Yeah, I've, similar to you, mate, I've seen different numbers bandied around, you know, £35 million with £15 million and like you say, all the way up to forty million with twenty-five million. To be honest, I think it's a good deal. You know, from from what I saw of him when he played against us in the Champions League, you know, he looked looked a danger whenever he was on the ball. He's fast, he's skillful. You know, it almost reminds me a little bit of Sadio Mane uh, down that left-hand side. You know, happy to beat a player and, and try to cut inside and use his right foot. But you know, his numbers this season for Porto as well have been good, haven't they? What is it? I think it's sixteen. So goals. he's eighteen goal involved. Yeah, goal involved in eighteen yeah. games. I think fourteen goals, four assists. So that's what he's yeah. that's what he's averaging. He's top yeah. of the Portuguese top light uh, flight for average rating. So he's the best player in the league, the most influential player in the league. So it's uh so it's a good good player to get at the club. I think. Yeah, no, I completely agree with you, and, I, and from what I've heard about. Coming out of Porto as well as they're not happy he's going now. Basically, they, they wanted to keep him till the end of the season, and I believe that Liverpool wanted to do a deal for him at the end of the season. But the fact that other clubs were in for him meant that we had to strike early and get him mm. in January, which is something that Jurgen Klopp doesn't like to do. But 
obviously seen something in Diaz where he thought, I don't want to lose that, lose out on this guy. Yeah. And, uh, he struck early, and I think it's good. You know, it's what another option to add to, to this this build for the last, you know. <clears throat> do you think it's going to? Do you think it's going to affect Sadio Mane's form? Sadio Mane probably isn't having his best season um, of his Liverpool career. But uh, con- so for those who don't know, Louis Diaz is primarily a left-sided forward. Um, plays much the same. If you can imagine, picture in your mind's eye Sadio Mane's position, very much a, a similar role that he plays. Just do, do you see this being an upturn in form for Sadio Mane? Yeah, I think I think you know it'll be the boost that Sadio needs. You know, we've seen what it did for Firmino when Jota came in. Firmino sort of had to raise his game to try to get back into the side and this year whenever he's come into the team <clears throat> you know he's, he's looked good as Bobby so it can only be a good thing for, for not only for Liverpool but for Mane because he is such a competitive player that he won't want to lose out to someone like Diaz and knowing that he, he has only got 18 months left on his contract as well he'll want to secure a new contract with us or you know or even potentially put himself in the limelight for somewhere else so it's only I think it's a good it's a good signing all around for Liverpool in terms of yeah I know, do really think that on the squad and and, you know, bolstering the squad that's already there, getting them G'd up for the last half of the season. Absolutely. I do think that signing a Diego Jota definitely pushes Bobby Firmino to be a little bit better. Uh, mm-hmm. And I also think that pushes Jota as well to perform every time he's selected. So uh, yeah. I think this competition for places can only be a good thing at Liverpool. Um, moving on from that, Billy Boy, I want to come to you with this question. Wayne Rooney's come out and mm-hmm. spoke publicly that he rejected to attend the interview for the Everton job saying that he was quite happy at Derby and that the job was quite important to him. Now, that, this says to me that Everton is a, a shambles right now, right? They should 100% be able to attract a championship manager at any championship club. It is ludicrous that any championship manager turns down that job, especially the manager of Derby. Derby who are facing administration <laughs> and trying to get their club stole, so, uh, sold. Uh, they've had a points deduction, obviously. It's, it's a difficult place to manage. Granted, it is doing really well and maybe he wants to cement that in his legacy. I understand that could be a factor, but there's still the fact that a, a championship manager's turning down Premier League interviews, I think shows the, the dire state of, of Everton. Give, it, give us not, your thoughts, it's Billy. It's not just that. It's the fact that he's an Everton hero as well. And he's well, yeah. The I don't know why he is, because he bailed as soon as he got good. He got, <laughs> he, you know, as soon as he was a decent player, he went inside for Manchester United. <laughs> and then he came back when he was past it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they love him, don't they? That's why. Yeah, they do. They do. Billy, give us your thoughts. Yeah, I, th- I think it is a mix of the state that Everton are in and... Also, for me, for for Wayne Rooney to turn this down, I've got massive respect for him personally. Um, to see out this this season long project that he's got at Derby, if it comes to the end of the season and whether they stay up or they go down, he can say, "Look, I've took this club as far as I possibly can. You're a Championship club. You're a League One club. We obviously don't know which way it's going to go yet." And he can say, I need to do this to progress in my managerial career. So I've got massive respect for him to turn it down. However, it does also show what a complete state of affairs it is at Everton. Um, It's like I was saying the other day, it's such a big managerial appointment for them now. And, you know, they've got this Vital Pereira. They've got Frank Lampard going in for second interviews, third interviews. It it just seems like 
they have no idea on who they're going to appoint, what kind of football they want to play. It just seems completely all up in the air. And it almost seems to me, while they're not rushing it by getting people in for second and third interviews or whatever, it also seems like they're also rushing it a bit, if you know what I mean. Mm. Mm. Well, I can now say that Big Dunk is in contention for the job now. Uh, I know that he is. I think they should give it to him. That is my opinion. Yeah. I think the Everton fans feel a connection to Duncan Ferguson. And I think the football that he played at Aston Villa, uh, against Aston Villa, was actually quite decent for the for the, the, the team that he fielded. And I think, obviously, that was probably Villa's strongest team he came up against. So it was a difficult one. And they weren't completely disgraced. Um if he if, if he was willing to take it, I would hundred. If it was me, I would hundred percent give it to him because Absolutely, I think yeah, you agree. need that feel good factor. And the, I think Wayne Rooney, right, credit to him for staying at Derby, right. And if he does, if he does stay in a championship, it will probably go down as the one of the, if not the best, greatest escapes ever, hundred percent in the history. He's he's done an immense job, and he's quite clearly going to turn out to be a you know a competent coach. I think he will mm. manage in the Premier League at some point. I would hundred percent you know back that. Um, However, you know, I think when you look at the Everton job from an outside perspective, they, the money's pretty much spent. I mean, are they going to go and spend another half a billion pounds anytime soon? Mm-hmm. Or are they going to need to re- recuperate some of that from another few seasons in the Premier League? I'd probably say the latter. Um, so you know you're not going to get a huge budget. Rafa didn't get a huge budget. He had to kind of get in what he could, you know. It'd be, it'd be quite, quite. Um, I don't want to say Sa- cheap savvy. we spend. Savvy. Yeah, savvy spend savvy. Yeah. You know, Demary Gray for like two and a half million pounds. All, all, those were the sort of deals he had to get over the line. Solomon Rondon on a free, you know. That's that's the kind of deals mm. he, was, he was dealing. Andros Townsend on a free. They were the deals he had to get done. Um, and I think that's a, that's a, that's a challenge for a manager, I think. And that might be, although we can't really speak exactly about when Rooney's motivation was, I think that might be... <laughs> Part, part of the reason why he's decided to turn that job down. Um, coming on next, uh, we are going to talk about Aubameyang. I spoke about Craig. I spoke to Craig yesterday about Aubameyang's situation. It's now become the interest that, that Juve and Barca are now completely interested in loaning the player and then with some way of making it a permanent move. Jake, I'm going to come back to you, mate. Is that, is that a move that makes sense to you? Yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, I don't think Arsenal... We'll play him for the rest of the season if he stays there anyway. Um, unless, you know, they were on the they're absolute bare bones. But I think it's a, it's a good deal for Arsenal to get him off the books. A loan to buy probably works now. You know, a lot of European clubs like, you know, Barcelona and Juventus, you know, both quite famous for not spending massive amounts. Well, at the moment, not spending huge amounts of money. Barcelona can't afford to. And Juventus have always been pretty good with their deals. You know, they've always been good at picking up people on free. Well, they're just about to spend... Them. Seventy-five million euros on uh, Dusan Vlahovic, so I'm not really sure why it makes sense for them to get a Bamiyang as well. Yeah, that, that's well, that, that's an interesting point, you know. If, well, obviously, Murat is going to move, and I think that's probably why. That'll probably but, be why. Yeah, he'll cover that that sort of mm. thing. But I think Bamiyang needs to go. I think I think he'd do well in Italy. I think he'd do a really good job. I think he would do superbly. It's, it's such a contrastive league to, to to England and even the Bundesliga. It's, you know, it's completely different. I think he'd do great over there. Barcelona would be an interesting one, you know, Aguero retiring and things like that. I think they could probably do with Aubameyang more than Juventus. Mm. But, you know, it's just with them, isn't it? You know, the pay and how they would afford him and register. Obviously, they're confident that they can. It's just up to Aubameyang. But 
for Arsenal, I think it's it's an absolute win-win. Get him off your books, get someone else to pay his wages and get rid of him in the summer. I don't, I don't think they'll complain too much about that. Yeah, I think they really should. I think I don't see Aubameyang getting back into the side. I know he likes to play down in the middle. I think Lacazette's got that covered just now and I think they'll be aiming to get another striker in. Um, and, and on the left-hand side, I quite like um, Smith Rowe as well. So I don't really... I don't really see a space for him really in this Arsenal team. It's the same that it's not his Arsenal career isn't going to finish in a high because it did start as a bit of a love affair. Um and I thought it was superb. And and he's and he started his Arsenal career. I thought I thought it was absolutely superb, you know, pushing Mo Salah for the golden boot and et cetera, et cetera. So yeah, I mean it's a shame. It's a shame. Um I want to come on to Newcastle next. It's looking like Newcastle want to get at least two more deals over the line. They've got Dan Byrne, who is a Newcastle fan, I've read. Um, that's looking like it's going to cost £8 million, 29 years old, Dan Byrne. I just think they need to get any centre-back through the door. That's my opinion. I just, yeah. they just, uh, Dan Byrne's decent as well, because he's a big head on a stick, isn't he? Six foot six. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was know? just going to say, actually. Um, with, with, with Trippier on set pieces, with Chris Wood and Dan Byrne in the middle, it's it's a, it's a recipe for yeah 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 Trippier <laughs> to Byrne. It'll end up like that that weird season where um, Harry Kane and Son just ended up assisting each other quite, quite yeah. a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Trippier to Byrne, watch your space. Um, they're also still in for Gamares, and I think they're willing to pay over the odds. Um, for him more than the, the sort of bigger clubs that have been linked to him. Uh, where, where do you think, where, what's a reasonable move for, for Newcastle, Jake? Where, where should they be trying to improve? The, the defence, you know, defence keeps keeps you up at, at the end of the day, clean sheets and, and getting points. For me, getting Dan Burnings, it's a good, it's a smart move. Premier League experience, like you said, both of you have said, you know, they get on the stick and attacking wise, he'll bring, he'll add, add to that as well, but, you know, I think if I was Newcastle, I'd be looking at you know an Origi or someone like that and be thinking, hundred percent of it. He could do a good job for us. You know, Champions League finals winner. You know, scored goals in every competition. To be fair, if I was an Arsenal, I'd be looking at a Divock Origi. Yeah, I don't know. What you get Divock Origi minutes. You know, Newcastle should be looking at Origi and going, he'll do a job for us, especially with like likes of Sam Maximan and and players like that to do his running for him and just basically say to him, just hang around the box, mate, and we'll. Just get balls into you. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think, but I think, apart from that, you know, I do think just defenders, mate. They need defenders. At that club, Newcastle's defense has been a problem for the last ten years. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's been an issue. Every single like window, every time you, you think about Newcastle, all you just think is defense is shocking, and it's always been like that. Like since ever since I started watching football, you know, it's, it's always been the same case. So I don't know. Is Eddie Howe the man to look at a defence and go, oh, I'm, you know, I'll fix that with you know, his track record at Bournemouth and things like that. <laughs> how, how leaky they were. <laughs> yeah. The back, um, I'm not so sure, but only time will tell. But I do, I do think, you know, if they get a striker and a defender, they they, they, they could they could potentially help get themselves out of that relegation battle. But I don't know. I mean, what I must be. If I'm a manager and I'm looking at my centre backs and it's Clark and Lascelles, I'm just thinking, oh. Oh, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've mean. got a job in my hands here, <laughs> you know. <laughs> they're actually not a bad side. Like from the midfield to forward, I don't think they're a bad side. I think Joe Bellick's decent. Uh, John Joe Shelby, he's, he's capable at a number what of things. Uh, Joe Linton, the central midfielder, um, <laughs> by trade, obviously central midfielder by trade, uh, is 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 
turned good um, going forward. I mean, if you got a Divock Origi, you could theoretically have up front Divock Origi, Callum Wilson and Chris Wood all just in the box, just <laughs> waiting for a trip here across. You know, that's goals! Goals! <laughs> <laughs> just make sure it doesn't go out to Paul Dummett on the left. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Find a way to recycle it. Uh, <laughs> right, what, what, what other stuff we got on the news, boys? Um... Spurs are, are swiftly changing their arcs. I, I think they've, they've they've accepted that Louis Diaz is probably not going to go with them. Um, <laughs> I mean, why why would you go to Spurs if Liverpool's on the table? Why would you? I think that's pretty much what he said, to be fair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when they came in. I think that's probably like, what everybody I, said. Why that's why I, I, I can go here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, Antonio. But... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They seem to be linked to a a UV winger, um, Dejan Kulisevsky. I think I've said that right. Um, a player I don't know a, a massive about. I think he's Swedish, um, but yeah, it looks Swedish, as if yeah. they're yeah, he's he's going to be the main target uh, for them. If I was them, I'd sweep for a Bamiyang. <laughs> <laughs> oh, imagine, imagine. Yeah. <laughs> starts balling out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know um, what though? If that's the thing. <laughs> I spoke to Craig yesterday and we talked a little bit about the players that could be doing with getting off the books at Arsenal and I said Rob Holding could probably go and Callum Chambers could go and Callum Chambers has went to <laughs> Aston Villa Billy, Billy, your beloved Villa they've signed a new player, Callum Chambers mm-hmm. how excited are you about <laughs> seeing Callum Chambers in, a, in an Aston Villa shot? I'm actually very happy with this business you know um he's obviously not gonna get in ahead of mings and konza and it gives us very good cover with courtney house obviously being the third choice center back and then i'd assume that callum james would be the fourth choice center back if you like on that right hand side where konza would be konza mm. gets injured callum chambers comes in kind of thing mm. um so yeah to get him on a free as well um, gives was us it that. free? Was it? Yeah. Well, that's yeah. that's what's re- that's what's been reported anyway. So to get him on a free, um, he brings a wealth of experience as well, and I can only see this being a good thing with his age. I think he's twenty seven. Yes. Um, it's it does it helps promote our youth as well. We've got Josh Feeney, sixteen, very very highly rated. Um, he was, I think, he was actually started a couple of games for Fleetwood Town before we before we actually signed him. So that just shows how good of a player and how high of a ceiling he's got. Um, So, yeah, Callum Chambers coming in helps promote the youth, gives us a wealth of experience, gives us um, plenty of cover as well. So good business all round, I think. Suppose can... as well, can't he? As well, yeah, I was going to say. I suppose yeah. if my cash got, gets got injured, a utility man in there as well, which is always yeah. they're always underrated, aren't they? Like I just think it's been so so long since I've seen Callum <laughs> Chambers have a good game to the point I cannot remember <laughs> in my mind at any time seeing Callum Chambers having a good game. I can't really remember any time where I've seen I've seen a Callum Chambers in an Arsenal shirt and I've not thought, oh, he was. Really, the weak. He really, he was really the weak point in this side. I mean, like, and not for that. I mean, he's constantly been bad every time I've seen him. Jake, I don't. Are you? Do you have any memories of this? Of this player, kind of putting in a shift 
I'll put on a decent performance. The last time I saw him play, to be honest. Um, <laughs> he's played five times this season, I think. Yeah, I've yeah. seen him this season, definitely. Yeah, I'm a bit like you, Simo, but I think I think the reason that Villa will have signed him is, like, like Billy said, you know... He's English. English. Registration rules. <laughs> you know, the, the, the experience. He is an experienced player, you know, and, and his versatility as well. Having someone that can play centre-back and right-back, you know... Mm. It's, it's so useful and if, if what Billy's saying is true you're going to get him for a free transfer you can't really turn that down in my opinion I think it's a good signing oh well time will tell if it is a good signing <laughs> if he starts starts really badly <laughs> then, uh, <laughs> I think it'll, it'll, well like I said I don't think he'll be he'll be playing he'll be that smarter. often yeah. no but when he is called upon, I think it's it's certainly a lot better than what we had anyway. Yeah, exactly. Especially with Twenzebe leaving as well, who we only had on loan. He's now gone off to Napoli. So we were left with three centre-backs. And if one of them, if or if two of them get injured, you know, we, we're stuck with a 16-year-old. So <laughs> it, it, it makes perfect sense bringing him in for me. Yeah. Dearing me, man, like... He's, he's made 74 appearances in the Premier League um, over his time at Arsenal, which was about eight years. Um, so <laughs> it's not a whole lot of Premier League experience every year. I mean, he's been out in loan a couple of times. He's been Middlesbrough. He's been Fulham. Um, and, now, and now he's at the Villa. I mean, it's, it's, it's a sign and it makes sense. I get why it makes sense, I suppose. I get. I mean, I, I'm probably... I think I've... I've seen him in a bad Arsenal side. Do you know what I mean? Like when they started the season quite poorly, it was like having it right back and then Rob Holden next to him. That's just yeah. Badass. When they got turned over five 0 by Man City in the first game of the season, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then even Brentford um, went and smashed them, didn't mm. they? Um, so uh, near that yeah, of course. Sort of start to the season. So I mean, it is a is a a sign that makes sense. I won't poke fun at it too much. <laughs> I think it makes sense on both ends as well, to be fair. It gets, it him, off, yeah, I think... it gets him off Arsenal's books. And, I mean, I've get, I've just given the points why it makes sense for Villa as well, so... That's a couple of million a year saved, you know, just be getting mm. off the books at Arsenal. And that any next one off the book, I think, has got to be Rob Holden. That's somebody Newcastle could have an in for. I think um, they'd prefer Aubameyang off the books first, I've got to be honest. <laughs> that's that's big money. That's 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 such... <laughs> That's six Rob Holdens, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Off the books. Um, boys, any more news before we finish up? Not from me, I don't think, uh, mate. No. no, just keep an eye out for the, the Diaz move. Going, getting yeah, and yeah. Well, for that, it's over the line. Just another thing on the Callum Chambers one. The the best bit I found about it was that it literally just came out of nowhere again. Yeah, yeah like, like, Danny like, Ings, isn't it? It's just yeah, like, like we did with Danny Ings. It was just announced. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one minute Ings was training in Southampton, and the next minute he'd signed for Villa. It was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think the best thing about that was Southampton had like a preseason game just. <laughs> And, the, and the, all of the players only found out after it was announced after the game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, uh, it's, uh, <laughs> yeah. I think they're still still feeling out of you, but <laughs> it all sense. Uh, they're not too bad this season, though. Uh, right, boys. I think that is going to do us for this week's shows. We've brought you shows 
Five shows in one week. That's that's got to be some sort of screamer's record. Sure. <laughs> We've not done that. We've not done that since we started the podcast. Uh, but you can expect it next week and in the following weeks. Um, these shorter uh, format episodes. Let us know if you like them. Um, keep downloading them. That lets us know that you like them. Um, and we shall see you on Monday for our long Premier League show. Until then, cheer bye. Sports Social Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.